Oh, hello, hello, powerful listeners. You know it's time for another amazing conversation, flow, hangout with the Powerful Link Startup Stories podcast. And today I have the amazing Katie Weldon joining me, Coach Katie from down in Florida. Oh my gosh, you guys, we spent pretty much half of the recording time just hanging out. Yeah, that's okay. I do that all the time. (laughs) Just met and it's just instant chemistry. But I was stalking her on um, her socials and whatnot before the show and um, Katie is in the real estate business. She runs a mortgage team. She's a stand-up comedian. She's a mom. She's a coach, a mindset coach. She was considering homeschooling one of her children because she doesn't have enough to do, as it is, clearly. Yeah, sounds like so fun. Put, put that in. into the mix. <laughs> but, you know, it's such a it's such a beautiful testament of you having designed your life the way that you want it. And meeting your child where they're at. So you have two kids, but you're considering this for one. And I I draw that out to show the freedoms and choice access that we create when we start saying more and more yes to us. Like I'm already getting goosebumps and blown away. So I just want to welcome Katie in. And this is a super cute thing she did on her socials um, that we're going to spread to all the reaches of the world. It's cheering yourself. So we're going to say, welcome to the show, Katie, 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 come on down. So much fun. Um, can I tell you the little, a little story about how that all came about? Do it. So I was at a retreat and it was a luxury retreat with, um, some girlfriends of mine in Ireland. It was a branding retreat. We did photo shoot, all sorts of stuff. It was an amazing week, but it was like day two, I think. And I was in, I was in the van. I was like a taxi van and the guy was kind of a crazy driver. And so we were just kind of having fun with it. And I, I don't know what I said. I can't remember specifically, but I said something funny and I don't know if anyone ever says anything funny and they just think it's amazing. They're like, oh, all the time. Yeah, I'm hilarious. They're just like laughing like, at myself. I'm all so the time. funny. And yeah. I'm like, I started cheering for myself. I'm like, because everyone started laughing and I'm like, Katie, yeah. Katie, Katie. And it became the theme of yeah. our whole entire retreat. So, like, anytime oh, like someone started doing something, we started cheering. Um, so, I don't, have you ever heard of monkfish, by the way? I think so. Okay. So, oh, monkfish. Like- Oh, like the food. It's a food. It's a hideous food. So now everyone can go down the rabbit hole of Google. (laughs) After after the show, though, not yet. After the show. We We just started. Until the end. (laughs) Um, So I made the mistake of eating monkfish before Googling a picture. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know. They call it a poor man's lobster. I was was like, it's not bad. But then you Google the picture and you're like, I just ate that. Oh my God. So then we started chanting monkfish. It was like monkfish, monk. It just, it became this whole thing. And I'm like, why don't more people cheer for themselves? Because I feel like people are afraid to do that because they're going to seem conceited or like full of themselves. And it's like, no, cheer for yourself. Because honestly, if you don't, who will? You know, I do believe in surrounding myself with other people who cheer me on as well. But but why not cheer for myself and have others cheer me on? And so it's become this rolling thing with my friends and in a couple of the groups I'm with, with my coaches. Oh yeah. Great. Yeah. It's been awesome. So we picture this. So you're on a branding retreat in Ireland and you live in Florida. And so did you guys fly in a group there? 
So we all flew from different areas. Different um, areas and met there. There's someone from uh, Michigan. Yeah. There's someone from Massachusetts. There were some people from Kentucky um, and someone from Texas. So we all flew in and just met there. And the other crazy thing on that retreat to Ireland is I ended up getting delayed by 28 hours and I was at the airport the whole time. Oh, um, and I will tell you, I moved through that so gracefully that I'm impressed with myself. I was yeah. just like, what, you know, what else is there to do? It like, it is what it is. I'll get there when I get there. What can I take from these moments? Um, and I just tried to kind of experience everything the best I could. There was one breakdown in between. I was like, okay, it's, it was one in the morning. Yeah. I, I was supposed to board at like 11 yeah. or maybe even 10 30. I was already like 28 hours late into the journey, basically, because mm. um, that was the delay between two different flights. And I'm just like, okay, I'm breaking down right now, but I've done a great job of keeping everything together so far. And so I broke down for a second, got it back together. And within like 20 minutes, we were on the flight again. So it's like, okay, here, here we go. So it was, it was a really beautiful way to start the retreat in a way that I never expected, just to show me how far I had come even in the past year, because we actually went on a similar retreat last year to the same hotel and everything. Okay. And it was a group of us who then joined the same program for the following year. So it was, um, I think that was one of the lessons was just like, look at how far you've come in the last year, because we don't stop and look at that very often. Or, I mean, I should say I didn't before it, because I get stuck in the every day and it's just like, get up, go to work, do your thing, start Raise again the tomorrow. Kids. Yeah, exactly. Remember so to brush your teeth. Kind of, you get that momentum yes. of life and yeah. you forget just how much you've worked through and how much your life has changed since there's, yesterday. Since yesterday. There's yeah. there's a lot of just gorgeous things in this that we're going to unpack now for a bit. So the the scene at the airport is being completely surrendered and present with what is instead of fighting against it. 100%. And that is, you know, we call it mindset, but it's really bigger than that. As you alluded to in the preamble, it is like a sense of awareness and a sense of, um, uh, I just lost it, but like of peace. It's a sense of peace with where you're at. And what the beautiful thing with that is, is like, you can just kind of drop everything that you're carrying and not have to you know worry about holding the world together yep and just be in what is and if we can practice that in like a concentrated event it's um skill enhancing and you're going to remember that forever Absolutely. and it's going to help bring context to when you hit bumps into in other situations that you know might be challenging or cause some so-called duress in life so it's a really beautiful teaching point that will um certainly filter if it hasn't already into you know how you're showing up and reminding people of that bigger context that we don't need to fight against these things. We just have to work with them all the time and, yep. and soften into them, right? Just soften into them to see what beauties happen. Like I have so many stories like that where when you relax and let go, 
then so many other gorgeous things have space to come in and touch your heart and touch someone else's heart. Yep. Agreed. Right. So that's, that's super beautiful. This, this setup to this journey. And then I was asking sort of about, you know, how all the presumably women were meeting in Ireland, because I want, I want the listeners here to realize how Katie really, you expressed yourself and then you set such an incredible energy an energetic magnet, even for the tone of that whole trip. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Huge. And this, this trophy wall is what I call it, um, of cheering yourself on and collecting your own evidence of greatness to go back and look because others will cheer you on. But for me, for sure, it still doesn't fill the void because I'm responsible for my own worthiness and I'm mm -hmm. responsible for my own ownership of really standing in who I am, even if I'm on stage as Taylor Swift, you know, I need to really own that I am that in order to complete um, the giving and receiving part of it, right? So yeah. it's huge. And the last bit that I'm just going to draw out because it's been swimming um, and I'm just going to state it. I have a declaration, people, because <laughs> <laughs> of what Katie said. And then I'll hand it back is I was wrong about um, noticing personal development. I was wrong in the sense that I always, I compare it always to fitness because I feel like they're very, fitness can be very tangible. Like I couldn't go upstairs and now I can go up no problem. It's right. right? But what you said um, is, a, is a perfect way for me to declare that when we take time to reflect or when we notice ourselves noticing how we react in moments that is our proof of like of our increased cardio of or of our 100%. how the pants filled or or whatever right and so if we don't take that time to appreciate where we've come what the heck are we doing it for right no i totally agree it's been like so my saying is I'm not the same person I was yesterday and I'm yes. not the same person I will be tomorrow because I truly believe that every little moment is, is putting me on the path to where I'm going to end up. And sometimes we do forget that. Right. And sometimes you go forward, sometimes you go back and that that's all okay. Um, but when I was in the situation at the airport, like I knew that, I had to move through it in a way that I never moved through something like that before. Um, I travel a lot. And so I was very fortunate. I really, I really never dealt with so much and it turned out to be kind of all at once. And mm -hmm. I also learned a lot about my instincts because I had a feeling that some, that it was going to be delayed or canceled. Mm -hmm. And I kind of didn't trust myself. I was like, okay. And I, I'm really, I struggle sometimes with the, is this my worst case scenario? Just trying to prepare yes. for it, or is this my intuition telling me something? Mm -hmm. um, and that's something I'm working on, really identifying more of. But like I said to even my coach, I was just like, I I know that whatever happens with this flight, that I'll figure it out. And that was before it was even canceled. We literally were boarding, and I was like, Oh, okay, all right, I was wrong. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then, then they're like, you This flight's been canceled. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. It was the weirdest thing. We were all like, I've never had that happen. That was different. Um, and then on the way home, 
I got another intuition and I was like, okay, Katie, you need to change your second flight. I had a 45 minute layover. And so logically, when my intuition said I need to change my second flight, I was worried about the layover because I'm like, mm, that layover is really short. I wonder if that means I'm going to miss my flight. And so I called my travel agent and he said, don't worry about it. If you miss your flight, there's plenty of seats on the next one. I'll get you on the next one. No problem. And so I was like, OK, no problem. And I didn't trust my intuition. Well, what happened was I was on time for the flight, but it was delayed like it ended up being delayed almost three hours, but it was like for 10 minutes at a time. Oh, and so boy. I wasn't able to really do anything with that time. Like if I had a holding pattern, like in a purgatory. Yes, because it was like, are we leaving? Are we not? Right. We moved terminals. Then it was like, no, this actually never moved terminals. We went back. It was just this crazy thing. But if I had trusted my intuition, I would have got on the later flight and I could have just gone to the lounge for three hours. Yeah. It, yeah. it would have been. So I made it logical. I made my intuition logical. Mm-hmm. and I should have mm-hmm. and you wrecked it <laughs> and I, right and so I ended up I got home at the same time as that late in flight but um, the difference was I was in limbo for three hours yeah you know yeah. and he's thinking hey if you get on you get on and if you don't you'll get the next one I was like yeah great point and I should have just said I agree but I just want you to book me on the next one so that is um you know trusting yourself in the utmost and it, it is a practice. So how do you practice intuition? I ask myself, like, literally out loud, almost uh-huh. um, whatever question I'm looking for an answer to. So I used to just ask in my head, kind of like, okay, Katie, what do you do here? And now I'm like, Katie, what should I do here? Okay. Just as if I'm asking someone else the question. I don't know why, but when I was asking myself questions, I was very like, tippy-toe about it right totally. it was just mm-hmm. like show me an answer mm-hmm. please now it's like I'm here I'm ready I'm listening show me the answer to this mm-hmm. and, and so I do the same thing with my body too right like it's like okay am I uh like with working out and stuff my I'm I'm much larger you can't really tell from the video I have a smaller upper half I guess but I'm I'm a little over 300 pounds and so that that weight has put a lot of pressure on my body as I work to move more. I've been doing a mile a day. Now I'm up to a mile and a half. And so at first I had to ask myself, right? So I had to ask myself, right? I'm like, okay, is this my body needing to rest or is this my body needing to push through? And so I actually asked that question. And oftentimes it's like, this is my body needing to push through. And I'm not saying it will never say this is your body needing to rest because that time will come. And I'm going to trust it then. But I actually ask the questions that I would used to seek the answers to. But now I'm like actually asking, like I would ask a friend a question. Um, And that has really helped me tune into my intuition. I also am like making note of all of the crazy things that happen. Just all the synchronicities and signs. Um, I'll give you an example of that. My husband, uh, he's a stay-at-home dad, but we have, we're fortunate enough to have an au pair who helps with the girls and she's fantastic. So he's been kind of like, a little bit lost, just trying to figure out what he's doing. Um, And so I had thought, you know what? There's this group, um, this guy named Sean Whalen runs this group called the Lion's Den. Mm -hmm. And he's, I think in Utah, but it's, it's, it's a men's and women's groups, but it's very masculine focused. And I was like, oh, I bet he would, I'm driving home. I'm like thinking in my head, Mm -hmm. because this is what happens. I have all this like inner monologue. Driving? Is it the driving always? I'm like, oh yeah. Okay. (laughs) You know, I wonder if he would, 
like to be in that group? I said, I think that would be a really good fit for him. And I was listening to Sirius Radio, which um, do you guys have that? Yeah, so yeah, it's satellite radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it gives themes for stations. So you don't right. have to pick like yeah. a local station. So I was listening to the message, which is like all faith-based music. Mm -hmm. And in the song that was on were the words of the lion's den. Now I didn't think my thoughts because of the song. I yeah. thought my thoughts and then the song came on. Mm -hmm. So that is not, nothing is a coincidence. I used to believe, well, there's a coincidence and then there's things that happen. No, I realized no longer that everything is not a coincidence, that everything is very purposeful. Mm -hmm. And so that song came on and I was like, yep, okay, there's my sign. I need to get him to sign up for this. This is going to be a really good thing for him. And that has happened so many times. I was, um, I'm very new, not new into my faith. I was raised Catholic, but mm -hmm. I'm focusing more on faith. And I was in the store buying a Bible. I don't have a Bible. And I was like, oh, I wanted one. I should yes. have one. Yes. And so I was buying one and I was just like, I should I buy this? Like kind of like second guessing myself. I don't yes. really know why, because I wanted it. But, and a lady came up to me and she goes, here, I thought you could use this. It was a 10% off my entire purchase coupon. I was like, okay, right. cool. Yeah. And I was just like, geez, do you want to give me any more signs? Kind of joking around. And Amen. a lady just turned the corner and said, hi, how are you? I'm like, I'm great. How are you? <laughs> like, I'm like looking around like, oh my God. You really are omnipresent. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind Seriously. of creepy. But, so I started kind of making a log of all those synchronicities, right. if you will. Yes. And that the has evidence. helped me tune into my intuition more too, yeah, right. because yeah. I'm paying attention to the signs because that's part of it. You know, your intuition doesn't always have to be internal. It can be a sign to show you you're on the right path or the one that shows you you aren't. So there's these like breadcrumbs. And if you were listening and aware, you'll see them. So um, one of my favorite sort of jokes, I guess, is, you know, there's a man praying, please, Lord, please, Lord, let me win the lottery. And the Lord's like, my son, buy a lottery ticket. Yeah. <laughs> right? like, so this matched this matched decision to action and then receiving an affirmation, uh, a confirmation of yes, this is a path. And when when we're in our heads, separate from our bodies, you know, we can spin out and miss these things. So we have to connect through in order to open open our eyes more right? exactly and so yeah. in that moment in the airport when you know it, it you started to crumple it's it's beautiful that you could hold yourself through that because we don't have to hold it together all the time there's no expectation or pressure or anything what's important is that we go through that in a loving way if we're alone and that yeah. we're supporting each other and then we can move forward from there. Yep. Absolutely. Right? And, and move on. And so using intuition as like a supportive practice that can help hold that space and help you um, release what needs to be released and then see what's next so you guys oh my god it's another episode of frozen two life lessons from frozen two do the next right thing yes i love that do there's a lot of teachings in our oh my god that movie shows. yeah 
afraid do what's right in front of you next, even when it seems impossible. Mm-hmm. And Anna got quiet in that moment. She just so these these are ways that we can see, and you know, we'll only know if it's so-called working the next time we come up against something. Yep. And try again. But what can we do, Katie, in between those moments to continue um, supporting that area of growth? Related to your intuition? Yeah. So for me, um, just, just really paying more attention, asking for more signs and connecting the dots has been like, I'm doing that all the time. I'm not doing that just when I need to. I'm doing that yeah. on a regular basis. I'm teaching yeah. my daughter to do that. Yeah. Um, and I believe everyone has the intuitive powers. It's just how tapped into it. I do mm-hmm. think that that gift can be honed in on and things like that. And some people, it's like an artist, right? Sure, you could teach me how to draw much better than I yeah. do right now. But will I ever really be an artist like some people out there? No, because that's not really my passion. So intuition, I feel like is the same thing. Like you don't have to want to do it professionally, if you will, or be a medium. Thank you. Yeah. But like, if I drew a picture right now, I'm using this as an example, it would look like the same picture I would have drawn as an eight-year-old girl. Okay. I have done no courses related to drawing nothing like that. But that doesn't mean that I couldn't improve that skill. And so for me, I realized that I needed to improve that skill in order to be the best for my clients, because using my intuition when coaching them is also really important because it's not, oftentimes it's not about what they're doing or even saying, it's about me feeling the frequency they're in and, you know, kind of figuring out where they're really struggling because they don't typically understand where that is. So it's not like they can say, I'm struggling here and I need your help. It's up to me to kind of know where they're struggling without them telling me. Mm -hmm. So that's, so I'm honing in on that skill and I'm working on it more and more, becoming the professional artist, if you will, of intuition. And as you do, you gain more confidence in yourself and your gifts. Yes. Yes. So I can tell you taking a trip again, if I had an inkling that I wanted to switch my flight, I would say worst case scenario is I wait three extra hours but like I'm trusting myself and sometimes we don't, we're not even given, um, the validation. So don't, you don't always have to seek that. Like I was given validation because I didn't trust my intuition, mm-hmm. but I, mm-hmm. if I did trust it, I don't have to go and make sure that flight was canceled. Like there's, you don't That's know right. what that intuition really meant. Right. And you just move on to the next, right. Exactly. And not worry. Like exactly. when we buy a house, right. stop say, looking. Me, right. I validated my <laughs> intuition because I didn't trust it. And yeah. so I wanted validation that I should have trusted it. Yeah. Um, and so I looked for that, but sometimes yeah. it's not always as easy as seeing that the flight was canceled or delayed. Yeah. Um, so, cause I did trust my intuition in between those two flights. So basically I was flying from Tampa to New Jersey and then New Jersey to Ireland. And they wanted to put me on the same flight the next day. And I said, absolutely not. Mm. I don't have a good feeling about that. Get me to New Jersey as early as you can. Mm-hmm. So I went to New Jersey I flew in at one o'clock. My flight wasn't until 1030. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was one from Tampa. I could have gone home with my family for a whole extra day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nope, something doesn't feel right about this flight. And that flight ended up being delayed three hours. And mm-hmm. I, even though my next flight ended up being delayed too, I probably wouldn't have got on thinking I missed my connector. So like I trusted my intuition and that was validated. 
Um, and so I feel like there's all these little signs, but the more you trust it, the more you don't even need that validation anymore because you just know it's the right thing. So it's, um, you know, we do this in the sense of getting to know ourselves and listening to you reminds me of all these times where I hedged and I hesitated and then I was like, oh, snap, girl. Why didn't you just trust yourself? Yep. Why didn't you just trust yourself? And so when we're showing up online and we're maybe like, um, I got a little something maybe you want. Yes. No. Yes. No. <laughs> it's like, what kind of energy is that giving out, right? Oh my gosh. And you're making it all about yourself. Yep. So in, in this practice, you're really just getting to know yourself more and gain more confidence in whatever your natural flow is. And so you had been talking about this guy who did this study on measuring energy frequencies and yep. that the highest one was authenticity. Yep. And so if we are constantly self-judging ourselves and how we show up, we are blocking access to everything that's available, right? Yep. And so trusting your intuition from which lineup to take at the grocery store, from yep. which um, parking lot lane to go up to find a spot, from you know whether or not to buy a shirt at Ross so you guys go watch so Katie was on stand-up comedy I love Ross a great bit <laughs> about Ross um so I'm throwing that in there so there's there's all these easy day-to-day things that we because we might put you know in this conversation you might be hearing oh I gotta practice my intuition for like the Olympic level well, the Olympics are one, one push-up at a time. Yep. So find your daily push-up where you can practice it and it can be absolutely anywhere, right? Absolutely. And um, I urge people if they're starting with intuition and just figuring out how to listen to themselves or ask themselves questions, write it down, have like an intuition book. You can write down mm. signs that you see little stories. Like I just told you about being yeah. in the car, like write it down because mm-hmm. you're going to be blown away at all of the stuff that happens. For example, when I moved down to Florida, so I had told my boss, I was like, hey, I'm thinking about moving down to Florida. What would you think about opening a branch down there for mortgages? And they were just kind of like- So they didn't even have a branch out there or anything. You were spearheading all of this. They didn't at the time. They ended up opening one before I came down because someone else moved down too. Okay. Okay. So it kind of worked out, but they- So you prompted it. you pushed I, yeah, on it. It was yeah. I I put it in the universe. And so yeah. um I remember one day they were like, it was a Friday, and he's like, What are you doing with Florida? And I started to second guess everything. I said, mm-hmm. I don't even know mm-hmm. if I'm gonna end up moving. My, you know, my mom was sick all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like in and out of like rehab centers and stuff just to rehabilitate and gain her strength. And I was like, I don't know if I want to move down and not be around her and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Um, And I just, I started questioning my success as a coach. I just was like, I don't know, maybe I'm just meant to do mortgages. My network's up here. Like I just questioning everything. And so it's like, so what are you going to do? And I said, unless the most perfect house comes along, I have a feeling we're going to hold off. 
because this was January. And so it was like, maybe I'll wait till the end of the school year, figure it out. And so guess what happened that night? The most perfect house came along <laughs> for rent. Now we have, you know, we have the au pair. Yeah. Me and my husband, our two daughters, two dogs. Like yeah. I need a home office. I have a big home office. Yeah. We needed like five or six bedrooms to rent. Right. Cause I was right. like, I'm not moving to Florida and buying a house right now. I just yeah. didn't want to do that. And so we're renting and um, the most perfect house came along. And I said to my husband, this is the house we're supposed to rent. And I called them right away. They had six people come by the house. And I'm like, we need to get this. I was like, yeah. I'll pay the deposit right now. What yeah. do you need for me to, to like yeah. shore this up? Um, and now we've been here. Now this house is going on the market. So we're going to end up moving again. But it's been perfect for exactly what I needed it for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're realizing, okay, there's other things we want in a house. Mm-hmm. But at the time, it was literally everything I wanted and that would make me move down. And it came up because I had asked God, like, really, unless the most perfect house comes along, I'm not moving to Florida to another state. You know, when I've lived in one state for 40 years, you know, it just didn't make sense. And like, God was like, no, you need to move down there. And I can't. I'll seize you that house and I'll move. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So um, just like keeping track of everything and a lot yeah. really is a great way to start shifting what you're paying attention. It's like a gratitude journal, right? Once you start writing a gratitude journal and putting all the things you're thankful for, you're like, shit, I need to look for things, right? And then you say, okay, if I look for little things, I can find a lot more of them. It's the same thing with the intuition, right? You start with like, oh, that was a big moment. And then it, you start to break it down to all these little moments that you didn't even realize were happening. Um, like listening to this podcast, right? <laughs> There's something in this podcast you were meant to hear today. I firmly believe that. And take what, maybe it's something you love. Maybe it's something you're like, that doesn't resonate with me. And I feel the opposite. That's okay too. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something from everything. Yeah. And all we're doing is practicing it. Mm-hmm. Pra- this is like mastery is such a beautiful word to me because it is just a continuous practice to something and like that one something right so you do it over forever there's no end to it and beautiful gifts can present themselves if you stick with it that's the most important thing is because sometimes it's not going to work out it's not going to be big and it's going to lead you one way or another. But what you want to do is get comfortable with finding ways to navigate through and, you know, either do it differently, remember, screw up again, but just, you know, keep adding like grains of sand to this practice over time. Yep, exactly. And then before you know it, it's like, oh my gosh, wow. Yes. I'm a so year has gone by and you look back at how much you've come. Like, you know, for me, it's been a lot of letting go of trying to hold it all together, of trying to plan, 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 and just move into fun, creative space of play in business and in life. And now everything is just so much easier. And I'm kind of... um Like if I were an empty container, I'm sort of like filling up with density 
as I do this, feeling more confident and um, certain of decisions and sticking with them. Mm -hmm. You yeah, know, because and, even if the decision doesn't work out the way you originally intended it, there is some sort of lesson there to be learned. Um, and I, you know, people ask me, actually, someone on a podcast said, like, what's your biggest regret? Mm. And for me, I don't have regrets, but I do have things that I wouldn't do again, or I would do in a different way, right? Because to me, having a regret it's like focusing on something in the past that you can't change and it makes right. no difference. There's no value there for me. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that depression lives in the past, anxiety lives in the future. And when mm -hmm. you live in the present, you don't have to worry about either one of those things. So yeah. while there are things I learned from that I might do differently next time, there's really no regrets that I have in my life mm -hmm. because they all led me to exactly where I am now with everything exactly the way it is. And if you can be happy with that, then it's all worth it exactly and it's all worth it so like you right. know an, an extreme example i have of that to give it some relatable context is i had this incredible dog he's like the it dog his name is brutus he's beautiful and i had him for nine years and then he kind of died in this tragic culmination of of colic and it, it was awful wow. to go through to come home and find this whole it's a whole story it's, it, but it's quite beautiful looking back i mean i can i can sit in it I'll miss him forever. But um, if I had known that on the day that I met him as a nine week old puppy, I still would have said yes, without a moment's hesitation. Right. And so this is the encouragement that we, Katie and I want you to take away from this is mm -hmm. not to do something to get to an outcome, but to do it to improve from where you are and where you were. Yeah. And to enjoy everything along the ride, whether it's yes. good, bad, ugly, yes. like there's so much to be enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so you are really putting that into practice now because you moved your entire family <laughs> from one state to another. And like Massachusetts is like over here and Florida's down over here or something like that. Right. Yeah, so it's exactly. It's significant. It's like a 24 hour drive. Yeah. And so how, how are you guys navigating that together and how are you you know supporting each other where and for yourself your own energetic management as like presumably the family leader mm -hmm. you know setting some boundaries and making some new space for all of this to come together you know well I so we had a conversation the other day and my husband's like you know I feel like why did we move to Florida and I'm like I feel totally differently I feel like even if we left Florida today, that it was exactly what it needed to be for mm -hmm. me in that moment. Because you know what happened, even though my mom did end up passing away, I was able to be a lot more present with her when I was home visiting mm -hmm. while I was away because I was only there for a certain amount of time. So it was very conscious about me visiting. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. Like it wasn't like, oh, I'm just seeing my mom on a random day. Yeah. yeah. Just like I'll every other day. Tomorrow. Da, da, da. Yes. Yeah. The conversations yeah, yeah, yeah. were different. Like yeah. she saw me make big moves. Yeah. You know, and I firmly also believe that she's able to support me, you know, in her spirit journey, mm -hmm. even more than she could have ever supported me in life. So like there's a different relationship now, but like there's so much I gained from my move to Florida. Um, and so many little things that I could share that made it worth it. And I don't know what's next. Um, you know, I, 
I know that I want to be here for a long time as of right now, but I just also don't know what's what the future holds. I think that scares my husband because he wants me to commit to Florida forever. And I'm like, mm. my intuition tells me differently, but I don't want to tell you because I'm afraid that you're going to be very upset. But I don't know. We don't know what we don't know yet. That's you right. know? So like, I'm going to make connections. Like I'll live here the rest of my life because those connections will go with me. Cause I started being like, Ooh, I don't want to make friends. Cause I don't know where I'm going to be. Now mm-hmm. I have no friends down here. <laughs> I have a lot of connections, but like yeah, yeah. I had really good friends from up North because I was there for 40 years. And so mm-hmm. I told my husband, I'm not going to let that hold me back because guess what? We're in a world today where we can, I'm friends with people in Virginia that I've met one time. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. so why can't I just give it all? And it doesn't matter if we end up staying or going, just give all in the moment. And so that's, right. that's what he's going to do too. And we're just going to give it all to Florida and just. And then see what comes next, right? Front. Yeah, exactly. And Not see how his, his intuition next. develops and starts to blend into all of this. Because when you have um, such a uh, strong force like that in the house, the influence is yes. there. Like it, it we we co-regulate together and um you know I don't know sometimes as a coach like you coach your family the, the hardest right <laughs> like, you guys <laughs> make me look good make me look like I, I know what I'm doing here. <laughs> I know it is interesting for sure but it's, it's fun to share in that with them and see how it continues to support you know the vision for everybody yeah absolutely yeah yeah. And so how are you, um, you know, taking care of yourself with all of these big moves that you have going on in your life? Like, what are what are ways that you ask for help? And how do you um, maybe just manage the busy? Yeah, so that's a good question, because I realized I wasn't doing it well for like, let's say about a month ago, maybe. And I was like, you know what's missing is my focus on my health, but always put business first and mm-hmm. success. I did a hundred million dollars in loans one year in mortgages, which yes. like is really, that's a good job. I did a good job. Yeah, I guess <laughs> but so. I just also at the same time, like I was finding out who I really am and mm-hmm. I lost sight of that for a minute. And my biggest thing that I kind of put in the background was my health. And so about a month ago, I started paying more attention to my health and that's a big goal for me. And I felt naturally a lot better from it, you know, Mm -hmm. just taking the time to like this morning I did 0.8 miles. So I'll get, I get a mile and a half a day right now. I'll get my other half later today, but I just was like, glad that I did it. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm halfway there. I started my day. I'm ready to go. I didn't have time to do it all. And that's okay. But like, making that focus of the thing you were maybe avoiding for me, I was, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm 300 something pounds, but I'm healthy. My blood mm-hmm. work was great. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't sitting on a couch all day eating bonbons mm-hmm. for anyone who knows what bonbons are. <laughs> Delicious little candies. Right. I don't even know if they exist anymore, but that's okay. But so I thought it wasn't a big deal. And so if there's something that you're avoiding, like that's typically what you have to focus on. So I would just say that um, if that's the case, just pay attention to the thing you're avoiding the most and that will provide you the most care. And will shift things to bring you 
Right. Oh, there's you, so many parallels with, right? with focusing on my health. Like clients started coming in organically. Yep. And mm-hmm. even in the mortgage side of things, like there was one day I got like three new clients. Mm-hmm. It was just because my energy was shifting because I was focusing on something that was really deep inside important to me mm-hmm. that I had been neglecting. Yeah. I was being more authentic to myself. Better. Right. That just ties in with what we heard earlier. And I started being more authentic to the fact that this is a problem, whether I want to say it is or not, because Mm -hmm. it's preventing me from living my best life. Yeah. And how do we navigate through life is through our body. And Mm -hmm. if we're not paying attention to it, um, we're, we're cutting off, like you said, part of who we are. And so instead of, separating and being like well I did a hundred million a year so who cares if I can't walk around the block as an example is like well you know um nobody's going to care about that in another five or ten years from now like they're going to care about having Katie there yep right and so when we take better care of ourselves we take better care of all the things that we want as well absolutely right? Because we can hold them better. We Mm -hmm. can't hold more if we don't um, kind of prepare for it in dealing with those neglected parts. So that's very beautiful insight and application. And interestingly enough, Katie, your energy was so strong that even before we um, met virtually here, I stretched this morning and I planked for 10 seconds. Well, that's amazing. Congratulations. And I was just like, oh, my poor, beautiful body. I'm so sorry. I just don't care about you right now. Like stretching and just, you know, and I just like, okay, I'm waiting for the coffee. I'm just going to hold plank and that'll be something. No, it's something. That's awesome. It's something, right? It's wow, just, I really have a strong yeah. reach. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That magnetic field. Bum, 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 bum. Oh my gosh. I, it's funny. I mess with technology all the time. And there's so many stories of that. It's just yeah. wild to me. The pings, the pings across. Because, you know, we're we're all connected through the oneness of our energy. Mm-hmm. And so again, this it's so important to show up as authenticity. And as we kind of come into our final segment I want to hear from you as to coach Katie on day one to coach Katie on um two years in oh yeah wow Um, so I was thinking about this the other day because I've even changed some of the things I say of course um and I think it's really important for a coach to really embrace that because who I am today like I said is not who I was yesterday definitely not who I was two years ago so for example I used to tell people like I used to tell my clients, okay, what's the worst that happens, right? And we'd come up with this crazy worst case scenario. So it's like, so it almost didn't give it any energy, which which worked and does work when you're in a certain place in your life. But now I ask myself, okay, what's the best possible outcome? Because I realized that even by focusing on the worst, even though it was something crazy, like, oh, well, the plane could crash, we could all die, right? It's something that you really don't think is gonna happen. So that's how I was taking energy away from the worst case scenario when I was in a certain stage of my life. And now that I say, what's the best thing that could happen here? Like I'm looking at things in a totally different light. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I could be at the grocery store today and someone could could talk to me in line and tell me that they want to rent their house to me. Mm -hmm. Like that could happen, Mm -hmm. right? So Mm -hmm. like um, depending on what stage in your journey are, 
or what the stage in your journey you're at is, you have to kind of change how you look at things. And that to me is the biggest thing I've seen in coaching is, okay, so that if I have a client who right now is just always focused on the worst, well, maybe I make them focus on the worst. That's even more bad than they could ever imagine. But if I have a client who's a little bit more enlightened, I'd want them to focus on the best. So realizing that who I'm coaching might change how I say things, but also my journey has taught me to be where I am now. And Mm -hmm. it's important to pivot and change as you grow, because the the things that I would have done a couple of years ago are not the same things I would even teach today, you know, and that's not my ideal client either. I want someone who's already gone through that. I don't want someone necessarily who's thinking the worst case scenario, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to help someone when I see that I can help, you know? Well, you'll recognize a past version of yourself. And so because you see people in their highest selves, if they're actually coachable, yep. there's so much coming out of this, you guys, in picking a coach and in being, oh, be coachable. Yep. Be coachable. If you find somebody whose chemistry hits it for you, then surrender to it. You chose them to show you the way. So just go all into it and let it ride and see what comes. But just be in it for that time because you said you would like if you had to swim from the middle of the ocean to shore just keep swimming until you get there like you were right because you have to yeah you're doing that right right? and coaching like let's be honest it's not cheap investment you know at at different say although katie has a new just the tip (laughs) coaching offer i was so excited when coming up with that because i really feel like you know having that one-on-one call like Mm -hmm. is It's really, it's not just the tip of just working with me, but it's just the tip of what's possible. Of you. Yes. the client. And I mean, I love those double entendres. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like that's really, truly what it felt like. It was like, this is just the tip of something so incredible. My husband was like, stop saying just the tip. Um, (laughs) I'm like, sorry, hold on. I just have to message my 10 o'clock. So I'm running a few minutes late. I just want to make sure I'm respecting her time and yours. Um, And yeah, so just the tip is my one-on-one coaching call. It's 555 for one hour. And even if that's all someone does, like they will change their lives. They will come out, not the same person they went in. And I know that. So, but yes, coaching, all of my coaches that I've hired that have truly, I mean, I believe that every coach I've hired has made a difference, but the ones that I took my time and kind of researched, I actually didn't end up doing as well with the ones that I was instinctively drawn to that was like, okay, I just saw this person online one time Mm -hmm. and I booked a call with them. That's really where I've gotten the most out of. And that's because intuitively I was connected to them. I didn't know why, didn't seem rational. I mean, there's times I've invested $55,000 in one single program and it was super unrational. Actually try to explain that to when you're married. Harry, I just say, trust me, I love you. Thank you. Um, but like, really that's the type of client I want. I want someone who's ready to make a big move by trusting their intuition so that they can, you know, do whatever big thing they're meant to do next, because we hold ourselves back with all these questions and rationale and our ego and our mind. Like, I didn't have to even look at your page when we got introduced. I just said, yep. Mm-hmm. And there's been other people who make introductions like, yes, I want to do. So my goal is to do one podcast in every state. And now right. I have Canada too, which yep. is fantastic. International. But I'm getting introduced to some people and I'm like, 
like, oh, thank you so much. I looked at it and I'm not sure I'd be a great fit for what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's hard to do when you have a goal. Mm -hmm. But like at the same time, I don't really want to waste my time going on to something that's not going to suit me and I'm not going to be a good fit for them either. You know, so trust your instinct. So if there's a coach you've been eyeing online and been drawn to for some reason, like just book a call. It doesn't have to be with me. If it is fantastic, I would love that. But like trust your intuition and you will start to see things move very quickly. Like that's when things really like, that's right. What the hell is going on right now? Like the momentum that carries is just huge. That's huge. And the only way to do that is to just surrender and play with it. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the thing. And if you told current, if current you told two years ago, you, you know, you'd probably be like, mm, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm moving to Florida? What? No, exactly. I wouldn't right? like, that's okay. Why would I do that? That doesn't even make any sense. You but know? that's the, the, the progress, the measurable progress of leaning in and, you know, this showing up more and more authentically. And so as we do this, we evolve and it's such beautiful energy to be around others who are, um, elevating themselves because then you get caught in that vortex too and you can't help but find your own climb if you will. oh yeah I can't tell you how many epiphanies I've had on a coaching call with a client where I'm like wow okay uh, that was for you and for me and thank you for that because that's what I needed to hear today as well yeah because it's hard to listen to ourselves sometimes and give ourselves our own advice Beautiful. Okay. Well, you've got to go. I think we've covered so much. Thank you so much for having me. This was fantastic. What a great way to start the day. Awesome. I I wholeheartedly agree. And I'm so thrilled to meet you and I can't wait to keep in touch and um, see you around online and maybe even in person one day. Sounds fantastic. Looking forward to it. Have a great rest of your day, love. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.